Uh, cool, Hannah. Thanks for making time out of your busy schedule. Um, I know I don't get to see you very often. I barely even get to hang out with you anymore. We should really catch up more as friends. Um, for all uh, who are listening, this is uh, Fishesis. Hannah and I have known each other for like... 14 years. <laughs> so long. It's too long. And we've been uh, in a pretty good relationship now for the past, what, even longer, it feels like? We're going to be 10 years oh in weeks. Ridiculous. All right, Clinton, you, you can't, you can't, not in this interview. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think it's very funny that the person I lived with and the person I've known the longest are the last two interviews, uh, even though Hannah called Hold the on, kids. You David the same length as me. I don't think so, actually. Because I had pottery with you first, before I had any classes with David. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. We had pottery and cooking together. Yeah. Because you got made fun of all the time. Yeah. And I stood up for you. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Why is that mean to this person? I really didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the guy, that's what the ladies are really into nowadays. Victims. (laughs) Uh... So, Hannah, just like every interview, we have a little progression of what we're going to talk about. The first thing is, what are you drinking right now? Water. I know. Early. I don't drink coffee. I am also drinking. Oh, okay. I just got filtered through some beans first. Oh, there you go. See? Flint. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is being extra annoying this morning. <sighs> I will hold him like a baby child for a second. All right, cool. Uh, now that we've got that, it's, what, are, what are some of your hobbies outside of D&D? And I'm going to sh- just really sh- hold you to, like, you get maybe 10 minutes on this subject, <laughs> which I know you could just spend all day on. Yeah, so I have a fair amount of things that I like to do. Right now, because it's March, my favorite thing is to go salamander hunting um, and catch cool little bug-eyed salamanders, and then I release them. But it's just fun to fun to find them um i also have been a ski instructor for 15 years and love skiing and teaching skiing i snowboard but not quite as well uh i love to go hiking i'm a professional naturalist so i hike for a living and i ride and train horses and teach a lot of riding lessons so so we have the outdoor D&D nerds, and then we have the outdoor person we tricked into playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm definitely a nerd. Like, I... I... We'll, we'll get into that, because I know you want to talk about that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> I got really in. I get so excited. Okay, so you got the hobbies. You got the horseback riding lessons. Uh, you, you do a few other hobbies. Like, you're pretty into board games like park games, too. Play board games and card games. Like my favorite is when we go to your aunt and uncle's and we play euchre or up and down the river. That one's I love doing that. That's just fun because it's like a mindless game that you can like just joke and talk the whole time. And so I really like that. It's a mindless game like for us because we played it a crap ton. That's true. Euchre is probably one of the more in depth like games. You, like yeah, it's like it's a pretty heavy strategy game. It's like, baby bridge. Yeah. Once you understand the concepts though, like you can do it very mindlessly and just keep rolling with it mm-hmm. and uh i really enjoy that but i also like a lot of board games like uh my favorite is valeria that one's really fun i also really like blank and potion explosion i mean those are all like classic board games. yeah they're really good they're really good they're 
I would Rex also. Mystic Veil. I would also argue, Miss, yeah, Mystic Veil is one of the top ones for me because I just played it again. It was a lot of fun. I love that game. We need to play that again. We do. Cool. What got you playing D and D? Um. So I don't know if you know this, but the first time I played D and D, I was ten. I do know that because uh, it was in one of Dan's classes, right? No, um. it was in my book club through our homeschool group and like we did our book club bit and then afterward we played D&D but we had like I don't know 15 kids and it was DM'd by two teenagers and it was terrible oh, and geez. I did not enjoy it and was like this game is dumb and just like <laughs> typical hand hand of fashion once you made your mind up on something it was almost impossible for you to just conceive of anything else yes pretty much and then i played it again in high school in one of dan's classes because ian and i went to the same like homeschool co-op and we had a teacher there who taught history through D. &D. yeah he was great. So, yeah he made these great campaigns that were based in factual history but then you had a character that like explored that time period um and that was better. I still didn't love it because it was a that class was a little big, and so I don't think it worked great in that setting. But I enjoyed the storytelling aspect of it, and I learned a lot about history during it because Dan was a really good teacher. He was a really good teacher. Um, but I learned more about feudal Japan uh, reading Osagi Jimbo uh, comics and playing Riss the feudal Japan thing and doing book reports on it than any other history class I've ever done. Yeah. Did you know the cheapest unit in that Risk board game is the Spearman? No. You know why it makes sense? Why? It's really easy for peasants to hold pointy sticks and go forward. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, I guess my next exploration into D&D &D was uh, because I would sit on the couch while you and Caitlin and Darcy and Chase played the Curse of Strahd uh, campaign. Strahd. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, that one. And I would be doing work for my job and like on my computer and I would just be listening in. And it wasn't so much that D&D &D sounded fun. It was more that I liked the people that were playing so much that I was oh, like, yeah. I want to play too. And that's how it really gets you. Yeah. Like that really is it. It's like the people that were playing are so amazing that I was like, okay, well, I just really want to spend more time with these people. And if that's what they want to do, then... I guess I'll do that too. Yeah. Because uh, we have a very amazing group of friends. So yeah. uh, that's pretty great. Uh, you Sorry, always... I've said uh, a lot and you'll have to edit this out. <laughs> you always leave a few us in there. But one of the, like you, you like you got into D&D &D and like, I think you were kind of like meh, but like you're coming up with like really fun, cool ideas in our new game. Yeah, so the first campaign that I did with you, you were DMing, and I was playing a druid, and I was playing a druid because I really wanted to have oh, a the pirate campaign. Yeah, yeah. in the pirate campaign, but I do not play spellcasters. No. That is a terrible life decision for me, as much as I am the nature kid. Like, spellcasters, I'm way too dyslexic for that. There yeah. are too many spells, there's too much reading involved. No. And that so, was like Pathfinder spell. spell yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. I think like, I, did I end up just like taking most of your spells away? And gave pretty you, much. And gave you the moon elemental polar bear. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, that was cool. Like, I had this giant ass moon elemental polar bear that just like came to being whenever I wanted. It was so strong. Destroyed things. It was, it was so strong. It was so it was so good for you to just go 
bloop, here you go, friend. And then it just goes and takes on like five bandits by itself. Yeah, it was great. Um, but in general, I didn't enjoy that campaign as much because I should not play a spellcaster. It's yeah. too much reading. I don't know what to do with it. It's not a good life decision for me. So then when we started the next campaign and Caitlin was DMing, then I picked a rogue. That was much superior. Spell, yeah. I had a lot more fun. That was pretty good. So I guess we could, that, that'll just be a good flow into uh, your favorite D&D memory. Easy. So I've been thinking about this a lot because I've I've re-listened to everybody's interviews so I would know what questions were coming. So go. I would think about these things. Um, and so in our Waterdeep campaign, we went out to like the outer edges of Waterdeep where the halflings lived. And oh, there were yeah. little halflings that were being murdered for their blood to turn into meat or something it was really gross and yeah. terrible and sad know, i don't know i maybe i should like edit a spoiler in that because i don't know if that's part of the water deep campaign that you can find out or if that's what caitlin shoehorned well yeah i don't know either yeah. but there were all these little halfling children that we rescued and i am a professional camp counselor as well as a naturalist <laughs> and so in in my in-game personality i am a kid's person as well because that's just who i am and i'm not very good at like playing a character that's not somewhat like myself yet i'm still new to this whole thing um and so i had these 15 halfling children and i just totally ran with camp counselor and the funniest part about it was our friend chase who was also a camp counselor with me in colorado and me and ian and, and darcy, darcy. like and david was a camp counselor at another camp for a while yes but david was sick during that remember yeah. he just got his second ben, ben was a camp counselor too yes but Chase and I teamed up and took the halflings while everyone else yeah, did their things. And so <laughs> Chase and I like just went, fell right back into being camp counselors with just so, the little children so in Colorado. I, 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 your description of this event seems very fun like you, because i remember we were on the wagon you guys were like trying to sing camp songs with the <laughs> kids and everything and like that's a very fun memory and i think it's very pure for you i live with chase in that cabin there is a certain level of you are snow white in the woods with the kids and chase is like snap snap let's get to it i have this very vivid memory of waking up and chase is getting these kids ready for breakfast and there is a he's always cabin dad yeah he was always cabin dad uh which is basically the guy in the cabin in charge of the kids while they're in the cabin more or less yeah um that is I, your sole job you don't have other responsibilities during that time pretty period much while, uh, while kids are staying i just remember this pile of like 30 shoes tiny shoes and like 10 of them are black with stripes like they look identical and this i remember this kid going i can't find my shoes and chase just like got down to his eye level respectfully but with a hint of annoyance went through every pair of <laughs> shoes and held them up in front of this kid's face and as as fast as i'll do it went are these your shoes no are these your shoes no are these your shoes good put them on and he went like that to every kid and it got faster and better it's so funny because I've heard you tell that story like my, 50 times and you tell it the exact same way with the same hand motions every time and so, it's so funny. It lives in my brain as if it is a permanent memory. Oh, it was great. I wasn't even there, but I have it like in viewed in my memory it's, at this point. It's so funny. There's also a story that I really loved that I remember telling Chase. Uh, 
I don't know if I don't chase or chase till Maine. It's been a while, but I remember getting up and we just discovered one of the children peed on a chair. And not like out of aggression or like whatever, but just like, we, one, we found out who it was because he just easily told us. And he's like, no, I just, I think I got mistaken for the bathroom. And instead of turning left, I turned right. And what kills me is turning left to the bathroom was an actual room and turning right was a chair in front of the wall next to the front door. So this poor kid was so tired. You always had like the seven and eight year olds. Yeah, you? we all had, we always had the really You're young little ones. little babies. It, it, it's, <laughs> trust me, we took that chair out. We scrubbed it down. It was just fine. It was just very funny when we woke up. Did someone pee on this <laughs> chair? Uh, it was really good. Um, yeah. So favorite D&D &D memory, now that we could get back on subject, was uh, uh, getting to be a camp counselor in-game, yes. which was very, very funny to me. It has been very fun. Cool. So we're going to dive into a little bit about your character in Eberron. Okay. So you can tell us as much backstory as you want about them. I know there's one thing you want to keep secret. Um, but give us a little, uh, knowledge about Ash. What is she about? Where she's from? Uh, who her friends are? Her goals? Her dreams? So, Ash... Innermost secrets? <laughs> Ash is a half-elf, and, um, I'm playing a rogue fighter this time, so I decided to try dual, uh, class. Right? Dual class? Multiclassing. Multiclassing. Yeah. There's the words. Multiclassing. Uh, so that'll be a new experience trying to multi-class and figuring out like how to level her up each time. You picked the two best classes to really do that with. I, I thought so. I thought it was You good. know how to play Rogue. I do. So And you took two level of fighter, which is just action action surge and second win. Which to be fair, you can stop right there and you'll be fine. Yeah, I I, I wanted to play something a little less squishy than mm -hmm. so uh that's why I decided to to multi-class with fighter and still be a rogue because I like the sneaky elements of a rogue. Uh, so Ash is a twin. Uh, I have a twin brother named River and he is um, also, we're both members of our house uh, and I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. It's the Dallas, right? That's pretty close. Pretty close, all I, right. I don't bother memorizing their names because I have a whole, uh, well, Dallas. So the Dallas, yeah. something like that. So um, my house, doesn't really like us that much. Like my dad is very high ranking in the house, so we do get some respect, but we are half elves in a human house. And um, our dad had a affair before he got married. And so we have we have three um, step siblings or half siblings with our stepmom. And we all get along really well, which is cool. But like the rest of the house kind of looks down on us because we're not humans and uh we get all the dirty jobs that nobody wants to do i think i think i don't think i think we agreed that they don't look down on you just because you're half elves they yeah. also because it was like because it was an affair and there was an affair yeah. and you have you have a uh prestige because you're the you, you guys are literal bloodlines of the current house leader right but you're half elves right uh and in a human house, it's like, like oldest kids. Yeah, and everyone's like, kids. you little turds. Yeah, so we're not like super well loved by our house, but we're not disliked either. It's kind of a weird situation with the house. And, um, but we do get given jobs that we have to go and do for the house. And, um, our, our house is the house of animal handling. So we take care of a lot of livestock issues and things like that. 
which I am enjoying because I get to talk about my favorite thing, which is weird animal stuff. So, you know, that's fun for me. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's where we're at. Um, Ash was in Sharn because a mount of the eight winds, right? You were sent to Sharn. I was sent to Sharn because yeah. the mount of the eight winds, it was had taken ill and needed some uh basically veterinary care we're not vets but like we can do a lot to help medically yeah yeah you uh so you guys were sent to go take care of one of the animals for this very famous yearly race uh and as the house of handling um because they're more exotic animals than your regular just flying giant hawk um it's good to have you guys and your professional pigs there right. and uh you had found out um just a little meta knowledge. So I had everyone pair up either in partners or in a group of three. That's why Caitlin, Darcy, and Maggie all knew each other. Mm -hmm. It's why Chase and David knows each other. And you- Loosely, they know each other. Loosely, loosely, yeah. And then um, Ben and you know each other. Yes, Ben um, and I are friends because Ben is a mushroom expert and mushrooms are used extensively in uh, healing potions and things like that for, uh, for different animals. And so, um, and medicine and things like that so uh ben and i struck up a friendship and have been friends or traveling companions or whatever yeah. for a while as a dm can i tell you how hard it was to get a robot who does not care about anything into the city and, yes. and then it was just like hey you know this one person you kind of like them and they're taking you to the city okay yeah <laughs> oh man just made my life so much easier <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun, we were driving home from a date night and we were just like talking about my character and coming up with the backstory and you were like, I need to figure out how to get Ben into the city and I'm like, ah, I got an idea. Yeah, it was a really good idea. <laughs> um, so that's why you, you currently came to Sharn. Um, your brother also helps you out. So your brother River yeah. is a uh, ranger. Right. Uh, but he does toil with alchemy a bit and he actually gives you potions to help out with your side of everything yes so he gives you potions of animal uh can speak with animals yeah, i can talk with animals if i take one of the potions yeah so i don't use those a lot because i don't want to run through them too fast yeah. but i do have them because he can make me more so yeah we, we we established that you could probably pick them up but he, he drops off like a gallon at a time so you get yeah. like four or five or something i think you told me ten Game. Oh I, my god, I, I told you a lot. I'm gonna <laughs> say five now. <laughs> so during our last session. Well, you're gonna rewrite something down. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna rewrite something down. And what was I on? Cool, so what is- No, that's what you told me. I, was, I, was, I wasn't in my right mind. Okay. Uh, obviously, 10, oh my god. Uh, so what are your goals slash thoughts you might want to share going into this? Like, oh, like as a character going into Sharn, as a player going into Eberron? Because um, you only have experience with secondhand experience of Strahd. Yeah. You have firsthand experience of a homebrew Pathfinder Pirate World. Yes. And then Walk Deep. Yes. So any goals, thoughts, opinions, feelings? No, I don't know that I think that far ahead as far as in-game goals go. I'm not I, I'm not good enough at wrapping my head around like where my character is aiming to go um I think that I'm more of just like along for the adventure and I 
Oh, you'll get a goal. I'll give you yeah, a goal. I'm sure you'll give me a goal at some point. But right now, I think m my character is basically just living her life and doing the jobs that her house gives her and doing doing her thing. Like, hanging out with her brother. Her and her brother are pretty tight. And she's pretty tight with her younger siblings, too. So Be ashamed, babe. Now I've gotten into trouble that you have to go and help them. Yeah, I know. Like I know. Mission, and then, oh, man, if three of them got kidnapped because of their relation with you. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I'm sure there's going to be some shenanigans. Oh, that would be, be very shenanigans. Anyway, so in normal interviews, we would now get on to a few get-to-know-you questions. However, you have a list of things you would like to, like, get off your chest and like say to the world yes so i like it's i said pretty, it's earlier, not a long list but it's a decently long list i so like i said i listened to everybody's interviews prior to doing mine so that and i took notes because oh you wanted to review everyone that right i wanted That's to great. give updates on people and so um oh you have one about ben that's right yes i have one about ben do we want to do that one i want to do that one last yeah and i feel like that's the one we should do when we're talking about like my stats or whatever because we're talking about shop yeah, it's fair. Yeah, we'll do okay. that one last. Okay, so um, I'll start with Maggie's because I thought it was really funny that Maggie was talking about how she does not understand people that need something else to focus, like with fidget spinners. And I was laughing really hard when she was talking about fidget spinners because Maggie and I sat next to each other all through Waterdeep and I can't focus if I'm not doing something else. So I always sit with my Kindle and I play. I do a puzzle on my Kindle while we're playing because my brain does not work very well to focus solely on one thing because otherwise it wanders and I'm off on other tangents and not paying any attention to the game. It's the most frustrating thing. It, I feel like that teacher, like in those typical high school movies where you like, you see a kid not paying attention, you call on them to be like, haha, I trapped you, you're not paying attention. And they just speak up immediately because they were paying attention the whole time. Like, yeah. yeah, that is me. Um, I was told, I don't take notes on anything. I'm severely dyslexic. And I was told all through college by four different professors that I was going to fail their class because I didn't take notes. And then I aced all of that because I was like, screw you. All right, hum humble brag. <laughs> Get on to the next one. <laughs> this is what I did. Like, you gotta know how you learn and how you focus. Um, so Caitlin talked about how she's in a board game league and I had to update everyone because I thought it was really cool. That's fair. She, uh, did not actually win the finals, but she won every game leading up to the finals. So she missed out on the hundred dollars by a single game and she's getting ready to start the next be round fair, of the league. She's won something even better, which is every time she shows up now, Everyone goes, crap, now we gotta actually really yeah. try. <laughs> Why are you even playing again? She's like, I didn't win the hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Caitlin's a badass yeah. when it comes to board she games. She didn't win a hundred dollars, but she, wins every, she won everyone's fear. Yes. Which is better. Really funny. It's better. Um, so, David, I thought it was really funny that he said that his constitution was like his dumb stat and it was terrible because he's been cursed for the last year and a half. Well, what's really funny to me is that curse started on the same day as I would say that mine did as well. David and I are siblings, and um, I broke my ankle the same day David dislocated his shoulder for the first time as an adult. Um, he had dislocated it before when he was a teenager, but it had been a hot minute, like four or five years and uh, or more. And then he dislocated his shoulder the exact same day I break my ankle. 
and then continued to dislocate his shoulder like three more times after that. <laughs> okay, hold on. Got, so David's shoulder is my favorite thing, one of my favorite things in the world. And I remember he was putting on like one of those runner like armbands to put yep. your phone and he reached over from his right arm to, using his right arm to his left arm and it popped out of place from that simple motion. Yep, <laughs> yep. The first time when I broke my ankle, he did it uh, playing basketball. And so I'm not sure exactly how, but he was playing basketball and I'm like laying in the parking lot at Perfect North trying to get a hold of my mom to come pick me up because there's no way I'm driving home. And I was pretty sure I had just broken my ankle inside my ski boot and I get home and David's like, yeah, so I've, I dislocated my shoulder today too. And we were just like, oh my God, what day is this? I have a fun fact about your broken ankle. Go ahead. Did you put the screw in your little thing? <laughs> so I have a little like type drawer that like I put a lot of small knickknacks and stuff. And uh, after Hannah's surgery, they took the screw out and gave it to her. She's gonna be gonna throw it away. And I looked at her as if she said she was gonna throw my baby away. And I said, give me the screw. It's the closest thing I can have that was inside someone else's body. It's kind of neat. It's like old fashioned alchemy, dude. Yeah, so when I broke my ankle, I had to have two surgeries. And the first one, they put a plate in and, and screwed the bone back together. And then they also connected my tibia and my fibula because everything had shifted in my ankle. And yeah. so they needed to hold everything back together. Yeah, the tip but, and fib. Yeah, but then to walk again, to be able to weight bear again, that screw had to come back out. So that's where the second surgery came in. And that screw, I had that on Valentine's Day, that second surgery. Yes, right. <laughs> that was for Valentine's Day. A little Day piece of you. Because, yeah. you know, I was laid up for, I was non-weight-bearing for ten and a half weeks. Yeah. Those were long. It was miserable. I didn't like it. All right, what's your next update? Uh, so I also have a bone to pick with David because he did. He said we didn't cheer for him during the Highlander games, which is bullshit. Darcy and Caitlin and Maggie and I were all on the sidelines cheering for both him and Ben. Ben just had louder crowd enthusiasts than just us. And David didn't get those because David was not as strong as Ben. He couldn't throw things as far. <laughs> ben was stupid impressive at it, but that's okay. Uh, but we did cheer for David repeatedly and he ignored us. How convenient you say that after. Hmm. Seems like you're covering your trails. Oh, I'm mad at him for not recognizing the fact that we were supporting. He him. couldn't hear you because Ben was playing. <laughs> Fair. Um Yeah, so Darcy didn't talk about the fact oh. that her and I love to nerd out about horse stuff, specifically equine color genetics. And uh, I felt like it needed to be brought up because when it comes to nerdy things, there are not many people who can nerd out about equine color genetics the way her and I can. And we will talk for literally hours about if we breed this color to this color and this is what we're gonna get. Like, because <laughs> we're giant nerds. For all you people out there, what it feels like who, like you've been in those long Dungeons and Dragons conversations, imagine if you had no knowledge of Dungeons and Dragons whatsoever, and then someone talked to someone, their friend, about Dungeons and Dragons for three hours while you're there. Hannah. <laughs> yeah, so Darcy and I were mates in college and that's where this obsession began for us. And uh, I mean, it's like a four or five days a week, she'll send me a text about, you know, 
look at this stallion I found. If we breed him to this mare, look at what we'll get. And then we have these long debates about like what, what would be cool, what color we would each want. Because we actually have different colors we both like, so it would be... It's fun to figure it all out. All right, we're not bringing this on the podcast. Go ahead, do something else. All right, and then finally, <laughs> Chase... I was PTSD flashbacks. Chase was talking about, like, being a gatekeeping nerd, which I thought was really funny because Chase has just recently finally read Lord of the Rings, which I have been harping on him about for however long he and I have been friends now. And... I'm like, come on, you're a nerd. You need to read the ultimate nerd story. It is like the nerd Bible. It is. Like, I, my mom's a huge Lord of the Rings nerd, and so it was my bedtime stories starting at five. Five. I've been able to quote and have memorized the poetry in these books for years. And I think it's really funny that Chase is now just getting to the point where he's read them. He's a giant nerd. I'm gonna go on a limb and say, as much as I love Brandon Sanderson, um, the man can go on about a field of rocks for way too many pages. And I do want to read Lord of the Rings as well, but I know J.R. Tolkien will also go eons about a particular tree on a particular leaf about a particular song. Yeah, but so. his trees walk and talk. Yeah. Barely. Like, that's their whole gimmick. Barely. <laughs> the women left them because they were boring. <laughs> well, I guess their trees don't actually talk, but they can move, and then the, the ends walk and walk. Yeah. Can you imagine how boring your species must be if it goes to extinction? Because one, the, the, the one half of what you need to reproduce left you because you're boring? <laughs> They weren't boring, they just didn't have the love of order that the Entwives did. The Entwives liked to plant things where they grew and the Ents liked things to just grow naturally and do their thing. One likes orchard, one likes forests. Okay, I didn't know that, that's kinda nice. Yeah. That's kinda cool. All right, we're gonna get into your, uh... so you wanna say Ben just before we do your D&D stats. So yeah. I think to be fair to everyone, you have to at least roll two questions for a get to know you, even though we have gotten to know you pretty well. We'll make them quick and snappy. Uh, Sixteen. Oh, man. I know the answer to this one, uh, but I know multiple answers to this one. What would you do if you had enough money to not need a job? I'd have a farm. I know. You would you would make your own job. I would. I would have a farm and I would have some horses. Not as many as people seem to think I would have. I really don't want more than like six or eight. Um, most people seem to think I'm gonna have like twenty or thirty as a lesson program, and I'm like, no, no, it's gonna be smaller. And I would love to have goats and sheep and cows and chickens. I really want some chickens. Chicken sounds fun. There were baby chicks at Tractor Supply the other day, and it was like, I was so close. So close to getting some, but I have nowhere to put them. Yeah, nowhere to put them. All right, roll them again. Your dream job, if you had money was not an object, would be farming. 16 and 17 together equal what? 33. Yeah. Also not good at numbers like Darcy. <laughs> I'm gonna call you out so hard on this one. Why? What do you do to unwind? 
do a number of different things. No, I know one that just blows my mind. It's you watch something. Yeah. Over <laughs> and over 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 until I want to slam the TV shut. I do like to rewatch things. I also reread things and I love to clean stalls. At that point, I'm, I'm, I'm not even fully watching it. I'm listening to it. And it's just kind of on in the background. Mm -hmm. um, I find a lot of peace and comfort in returning to a world that is familiar, especially when our world is so up in the air. So like retreating into Middle Earth or going to Hogwarts or Camp Half-Blood, like those are places that I have read or seen in movies depicted so many times and so well that I can just like disappear into them. And like it brings, even though those places all have their own problems, I know how those problems resolve themselves and I can disappear into those worlds and it's very relaxing to me. And so, yeah, I am a notorious rereader, even more than a rewatcher. Like, I've read through the Harry Potter series over 50 times. It, I, Same with Lord of the Rings. I'm working on getting up there with, with Percy Jackson. I'm on, like, my 20th or something. It is right now. blows my mind when yeah. I tell you about a book I think you'll like. And you're like, oh, I can't read it. I got to reread <laughs> all of Harry Potter first. And it... I just, it blows my mind. And I'm like, what book are you on? You go, oh, I just started. And I'm like, just stop. <laughs> you know what it is. And I do get, uh, you know, revisiting something that you're familiar with. Because more or less, that's Dungeons and Dragons too. Yeah. Um, so I do get that. And I would like to challenge you. Uh, I don't think there's anything in this world right now in our current day and age that's unsettling up in the air or crazy right now. Not one. You could not name one. <laughs> anyway, next question. <laughs> you could not okay. name, could not name Gun to my head, you couldn't name Uh Cool. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump into it. So this, the question is, uh, if you have to give yourself Nini stats, uh, what are they? But go ahead and say your thing about Ben, because I would like to also mention. Okay, so my thing with Ben is everyone has mentioned how strong Ben is. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, it is super impressive how strong Ben is because Nuts. he is, I don't call you to come and load, unload hay bales no. for me. I call Ben and he chucks them from the truck bed up into the loft so I can stack yeah. them. Yeah, it's not like I'm not strong for no. a guy. I, I'm not, you know, crazy strong apparently, but Ben will take 50 pound hay bales and just like with his wrist mostly. <laughs> like he just chucks them and it's just dumb. Um. And like he unloaded, we got 130 bales. And first he helped me stack them all on the truck and trailer. And then he threw them all up into the hay bale after we drove them from the farm that we were buying it. Sorry, that we were buying the hay from to the barn where we keep the horses. And he, chucked them all up there and afterward Darcy and I asked him she she was also getting hay we were like so was this a good workout for you today since you know we did we took your time for going to the strongman gym and he's like not really <laughs> okay so like Ben's super strong not taking that away from him but the thing that I think a lot of us missed on harping on is like how amazing of a friend Ben is also yeah um, and like you and I talked before I shared this story to make sure it was okay with you, but we lost your mom mm -hmm. 
seven years ago. Yeah. And uh, we were in Colorado and we had to drive home all of a sudden. And it was very like, we need to be home like today. Yeah. And uh, so we, we spent 25 hours in a truck without AC driving through Kansas in July not a good experience uh and we got home and we called ben and ben and david sat in the waiting room of the hospital with me every day for a week while you were in the room with her with your mom yeah um in, until she passed yeah and they as, as far as people go it it is genuinely ben is one of the nicest kindest um most understanding uh and the other aspects that we don't really mention about Ben, Ben is insanely creative too. Oh, creative um, and smart. Yeah. As far as like, if Ben would come to me and like all joking aside, told me he thinks he has like 15 in stats across the board and stuff for the sake of this, I would agree. Ben is genuinely one of the nicest, smartest, kindest, most gentle, most creative people I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he like, I don't even remember who told him that your mom was in the hospital. There was you or me, but he just like showed up at the yeah. hospital and called off work. He was like, I got to go. Yeah. And, um, sat with me every single day and David not mm-hmm. taking it away from David either, because I got home and my mom picked to go to your house at night. My yeah, that was, a, bring us that was a really fun week, wasn't it? Oh yeah. That it was, was something yeah, else. That was fun. That was super fun. But like Ben and David sat with me in the waiting room on, and you know, just, held my hand or gave me a hug or let me cry on the shoulder for a week and uh so good dude i just i want to point out that our friend group is more than just like a good friend group of we're 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 fun to hang with yeah each one of us has been through there for the other in multiple occasions and um you know across the board everyone has has stepped up and helped each other in different ways and uh i feel very blessed have such a great group of so um i just wanted to say that, that i'm glad i'm glad we said it because it, it was a running joke that we would mention how strong ben is right but he he has so many other traits that make yes. him much yes but i want him to yeah. be known as more than just the strong man if ben was not strong he would be impressive for another reason exactly. he's that good at everything unfortunately oh what a jerk all right now that we've uh we're done gushing about our friends um, time to harm on you about your D&D stuff. Um, so I'm having a difficult time with choosing, like, where my stats fall. I'm like, I'll choose for you, don't worry. <laughs> um, because I, I think I'm pretty charismatic. I, I think my charisma is fairly strong. I get along with pretty much anybody. I, uh... There's been times where I've not half-jokingly kid that people like me because I know you. Yeah. Yeah, that is a joke. That is Sure, that joke. Air quote, joke. Yeah, sure. <laughs> there has been times where people are like, you're bringing Hannah, right? Yeah. Yeah, that has happened before. Um, that's... So I feel like I'm pretty charismatic. Uh, so I think that's probably one of my higher-up stats. I am definitely not dexterous, even though I'm a bit of a klutz walking around. I a can bit. Ski, I can ski down a mile long run on one ski. You have a circumstance bonus to skis, sure, <laughs> but I, a bit. 
I can ride a horse without bridle or, or pad. That's, or the, saddle. that's half the animal doing it for you. That's the animal being your legs. No, you gotta be balanced. You try staying on a horse without a saddle. Fine. How long will that last? <laughs> a certain amount of time until I fall on the ground. Um, but, Hannah, I've, you are the only person I know of who has lumps on their skull from how many times you've hit your head on things. That's because I'm tall. <laughs> So what you're saying is, okay. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're pretty dexterous, when it, except when it comes to your noggin. <laughs> that just bobbles around like a red <laughs> Cincinnati Reds bobblehead. No, it just it's too. Yeah, you do. You do. There you go. So, so I don't know. So what? 15, uh, 15 in your charisma at least. Yeah, I feel like that's probably my best stat. Okay, and then charisma. and then dexterity. I'm willing to give you like a twelve. Yeah, I think that's I fair. think you get a plus one because it covers all the skiing and the horseback riding and all that stuff. And then, um... I walk through creeks every day. And don't fall. Most of the well, time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I fall way less than my kids. Okay, there's seven. Oh. Some of them. I go up to 17. Okay, but if I had to place money on it, I bet everyone who's 10 and under falls the most. Spectacular fall was a 14 year old who uh, fell out of a tree and into the creek. He got me. I have nothing to say. Yeah, it was pretty funny. He realized he was going, so at that point he just jumped, so he landed feet first in the creek. Well, that's fair. That makes sense. Okay. It's like, I'm not, I'm not recovering, so I'm jumping. <laughs> that's fair. All right, give me, uh, we have your dex, we have your charisma. What about your strength? How strong do you think you are? I mean, I'm pretty strong. I agree. You're pretty I strong. have to move like hay bales and water buckets and things like that on a daily basis. I got two horses. I, got, I think I'm fairly strong. I'm willing to get, here's the problem. We have Ben in the group, so like we have a scale, unfortunately. Oh, but like Caitlin was like, I am strong for me. I feel like I am also strong for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't. For my height and size, which is not the same as Ben's. Ben is still yeah. two inches taller than me and his shoulders are twice as wide as mine. Easy. Um, I don't know, you're, you're, you're kind of right. Like I, like, even like objectively, it's hard to either give you a plus one or plus two because you are strong. Yeah. Um, My leg strength alone. Yeah, it's like getting kicked by a mule. Um, yeah, fine. Two. I'll give you, I'll, I'll say it. Two is fine. Okay. So there's I think strength. that's a bit of a stretch, but I, I can't think of a reason to dispute it. Yeah. There, so there's strength. What about your constitution? So it's better in recent years. It's better in recent years. So, um, in college, that would have absolutely been my dumb stat and in high school because yeah. I was sick constantly, constantly. Um, and then I found out I had a low thyroid issue and went on meds and have not gotten sick hardly at all since. Um, and while I did break my ankle and did a spectacular job on that, that's my only major injury, knock on wood. <laughs> I'm going to so, challenge it and still give you a 10 and here's why. Okay. I, I won't forget this. It's the only time I've ever thought about breaking up with you. Oh, yeah. You had, like, a smoker's cough from someone who's been alive for 90 years for three months straight. And I don't mean while you were conscious 
also while you were asleep and it would wake me up constantly. And I honestly, I think at towards the end, if you, you were getting better and we were pumping you full of like cough medicine and stuff, I was beginning to hate you a little bit. <laughs> kind of like how you hate a dog that just puked on your favorite thing. I I coughed so much and so hard, I cracked a rib. Oh, dude, it was awful. It was, it was actually awful. It was, it's true. I forgot about that, it was. Bless those thyroids. Thanks, right? God bless them. So I think 10's fair. That's fair. Uh, it would have been a lot worse a few years ago, but it's my dumb status you got, years ago. <laughs> you got an alchemy bonus. Yeah. All right, so you got your strength, your dex, your con, you have a plus two, a plus one, a zero, and now you got your wisdom and intelligence. Yeah, those are hard. Those are hard. Those are really hard because I'm not dumb. I'm no, very dyslexic, but I am not dumb. And I, like Maggie, have a weird number of strange animal facts, and um, I think I have pretty decent common sense as well. So, not only do I know that a tomato is in fact a fruit, I also know nice. it does not go in a fruit salad. Nice, <laughs> nice. You got the you got the classic. Yep. Like um, I said, I've re-listened to everybody's. There's that whole trait of I re-listen to things a lot. Because I also, I don't read things. I listen to them. Everything is auditory. This, this is a hard one. Um, you are one of the smartest people I know. It's just all about animals. I got some weird history stuff, too. You had some weird history stuff, but... I did work in a history museum for a while. You do. But uh, it's mostly animals facts, let's be honest. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to pick. Because, like, wisdom... Like I would, are you? I would argue you're more common sense, smart than a lot of people. Yeah. And if we uh really get into it, like wisdom's a perception skill. And there's times where you're like, there's a deer, and I'm like, where? You're like two miles up to the left, <laughs> <laughs> at night. <laughs> like, told me that that is my superpower, since so I was very small, because I will just like spot animals. It's nice. It's nice. Like, you know, I talked about salamander hunting earlier. Salamander hunting is not exactly easy because you do it. At night. At night. In the rain. <laughs> and You're looking for tiny slick mud like objects. Yeah. Animals, yeah. And yet when we went last year, what we found fifteen in thirty minutes. We only did it for thirty minutes because we were it's because we were getting wet and cold. Yeah, we found yeah. a lot. That's right. We found And we found mostly the small ones. Species, because we found redbacks. That was the main one we found was redbacks. Yeah. We also found two lines, and then we found one Jefferson's. Yeah. So, man. Here's, here's, here's my gut reaction, if you were a character. I would give you a plus one intelligence and plus two wisdom, and this is why. Okay. You have a more specialized field of knowledge. I would agree. So, like, you would take you you would have you would have a plus one because you're smarter than an average bear, but then you would have uh, proficiency in knowledge, nature, or whatever. That's a D and D thing, right? I'm so confused. I've been playing Pathfinder and Five E so much that all the knowledge skills are just being completely. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure knowledge, nature, though, is one. I'm pretty I sure I, I have a plus. Yeah, I don't I ha have. It has to be. There's only there's only like three. There's only three. In time, yeah, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I think a plus one intelligence, a plus two wisdom. So let, let's look at your stats uh, real quick. You have a plus two in strength, plus one dex, zero in constitution, 
plus one intelligence, plus two wisdom, plus three charisma. You're kind of broken. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of busted. DM <laughs> uh, <and> favoritism. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So we'll wrap up this interview quickly. Yeah, you have more. You have more. You asked Ben what would be his proficient skill, and then you didn't ask anybody else. No, because I did. So I asked Ben a few questions that I haven't asked anyone else, and that is, there's multiple reasons for that. One is because I didn't know what I was doing at first. Fair. Two, I found the like questionnaire question list that I find just more, better, so I chopped off those questions at the end and put them in the beginning, uh, and I made the ask your D&D stats at the end, because I think that's just a fun little question. Which, by the way, I'll officially state it on your interview, was not my original question. That was part of Ben's original interview, which was absolutely fantastic, but I lost that recording, and he had the best questions, so I stole that one from him. Fair. Again, Fair. one of those things, Ben's very creative, very smart, uh, and I'll just steal it from him when no one knows. Yeah. Yeah. But he got to say what skill he'd be proficient in. We know what skill you be proficient in. It's animal handling. It's animal handling. <laughs> I do it professionally. It's, yes, you do. <laughs> I also work for the zoo and handle animals as my job. <laughs> humble brag, humble brag, humble brag. I just like doing things with animals. Yes, you do. So, last question for everyone is, are you excited to play everyone? Are you excited for where the experience is going to be? Excited. Um... You are, you have a small advantage compared to a few other people in the interviews because you've actually played, we played two games thus far. Since yeah, yes, we have. And uh, I like my character so far. I think she's fun to play. I'm still trying to kind of figure out like her fighting style, but that's okay. That'll just come with more battle-y type scenarios. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, I, I really like it. I was bummed that Ben couldn't be at the second session because then I had to do like all this this whole part on my own and I don't do very well when it's just me. Like I like having somebody else to play off of a little more that's not just you as the DM, but yeah. like another character. Yeah. We have a very hard situation to do because we have seven players, yeah. one DM in person. Right. So. And all of us have full-time jobs. Full-time jobs. Uh, and uh, family struggles that we're all dealing with. And, you know, there's a lot happening in our lives. This, so it been, is hard. It's been nuts. It's been hard to get everybody at the table for every yeah. session. So. And this is, it's not like we're going into this and someone had experience with this before. Right. I'm the most knowledgeable person because I've stayed up to 1am reading stuff. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So, so we're, we're really just giving it our all and uh, boy howdy, we're going to hit some bumps and bruises along the way, but we'll get there. Yeah, we are. And, and you know, our audio recording is going to improve the more that we experiment with what works but like because we're we're experimenting as we go like some sessions don't turn out quite as well can, as I, uh, others. can I, uh hijack your interview for a second real quick go for it um because i want to end it on two notes is one uh the only reason i think we're still giving this our all and everything is because we've had like so many people actually show support like multiple people on yeah. instagram where i mean we're, you don't get the 500 listens period before you really submit an episode if people yeah. aren't interested. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's everyone's giving us support and it's really driving us. It's really nice. So thank you all for doing that. And then uh, the second thing I wanted to say is uh, you came up with this idea and it was something I was toiling on for a while. And uh, I don't know where, I don't know how, I don't know what we're going to do about it, but I need an interview. 
I know you do. I need an interview. So I think what we'll do is I'll get, every, instead of using the list of questions, I'll have everyone submit a question. We'll get their a voice line so it sounds like they're recording with us. And, uh, or hell, hell, maybe we'll just do it uh, before D&D one session. Yeah, we could make that like a, a little thing right before we start our actual game. Yeah, but I don't know where, I, I want to say that's going to be our first Patreon reward once we get one up and running. It's my interview. That makes sense. Uh -huh. um, but that doesn't mean that we can't record it before we do one of our sessions and then oh, you would just hold on to that recording. But some of the things I'm really interested is, I have my favorite D&D memory involves David. Uh, and I'm shocked he didn't say it. And it has nothing to do with Dungeons and Dragons. It just took place before Dungeons and Dragons. Um, One of my favorite D&D memories is you guys talking about it. And it was the whole like ravens are bigger than crows thing. And that just cracked that me was, up. So that was in Dan's class. And that's what got me playing D&D. Yeah. Uh, that was hysterical. And I'm getting... pretty sure you guys were talking about how much bigger crows were. Shh, you, gotta, you gotta let the... It's for my interview. Okay, hey, come on. Why are you giving stuff away for free? Come on, <laughs> girl. Get it that part out. <laughs> uh, but the, I think the I think the plan is um, everyone's gonna record something, and my interview will be a little longer, um, and we'll get more questions about everyone and everything. And it'll be good. Just, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll, it'll be, be a, a good first Patreon upload thing. It'll be for a dollar. Oh, see that yeah. easy. Oh, so the general game plan. We're we're gonna wrap this up soon because now we're rambling. But the general plan for the Patreon is at when it first starts, dollar, dollar tier. You get in, you get the Discord, you get uh, some uh, you know fist, uh, mental fist bumps and high fives and thanks for your support. Which by the way, the Discord's still open for everyone for free too. <laughs> um, and then there'll be a two dollar tier reward, which will be just like the dollar tier reward, but you just love us a little more. You simulate losing a dollar while you make the transaction. Just have you ever like pulled out your phone and like quarter spill on the ground? That's the virtual representation of that. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's going to go lawlessly. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, Hannah, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for uh, giving me to spill, spill some uh, industry, industry secrets before they're ready. Um, You're welcome. And thanks for uh, carving time out of your busy schedule. You're welcome. Now I get to go take care of horses. Yay! That's in your the rain. That's your second favorite thing. It is. It is one of my legitimate favorite things. I'm ending the recording. Don't love to do it when it's I'm raining. I'm ending the recording. Okay. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> Gross. They didn't come here for that. Is it actually? I don't think so. <laughs>